How long have you been married? Uh, three years. And how long have you guys been doing it and stuff? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like five years. Okay. I mean, prior. Prior to being married? Right. We've been, we've been together. Well, shit. I think we've been together seven years total, actually. Okay. That's good. I think we were together four and we've been married for three. Okay. So that's, that's okay. So I felt like I had to like, you know, like ask you out on a date and, and like <laughs> send you flowers and stuff. Cause you were very adamant about you would do this, but you, you didn't want to do it, I guess. Like, what, is that a fair uh, it's not that I, It's not that I didn't want to do it. I just, um, I'm not promoting anything. I'm not, I don't really even do social media. So I'm not like trying to get followers or anything like, I just, but I, I'm a very huge supporter of you. So if you need help, if a friend asks for help, you help. So that's why I I love you. Um, (laughs) I do feel like there is, there is much to, to jump into, but to, to scale back, I do want to start with uh, the social media because you, you, you like are nowhere to be found. (laughs) <laughs> like when, when did you when did you disappear from social media and and to be honest with you i very much applaud you because if i didn't have this um i would i would take multitudes of breaks because social media is is not what it used to be like when we first got on social media it's not the same thing so no when, when did you not disappear? at all um it was in the in the midst of the whole covid and black lives matter thing and there was just so much hate and I couldn't do it. It was hurting my mental health. And so I just had to shut off. Like, I just don't, I know how I feel about stuff and I don't need anybody to try to persuade me to feel differently. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like all, that's all social media is, is let me tell you why I'm right and why you're <laughs> wrong. You know, like, nope, I, I know how I feel about it. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm already subscribed. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think last year was um so so with comedy, you know, I've, I've had this conversation on a couple of episodes on here. Like I, I get I get stuck in between like, you know, telling jokes and then social justice and and wanting to sort of have a voice and opinion about some of the things going on, but at the same time I don't want to get too far activist if that makes sense. Um with with you being a lovely white woman, you know, in in, <laughs> in, a, in a small town Iowa, um, how do you navigate through it? I mean, obviously, social media is, is one factor, but uh, you know, like I was a different place. If if that means anything to you, like how do you navigate through all of this as 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 Chris? I see. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be doing mm. because I very much feel like. I'm not going to change anybody's mind. So I'm not going to argue with you what, about how black lives matter, because mm-hmm. if, if you, that's what you think, I'm not going to change your mind. We're not going to have a conversation and you're going to walk away and go, oh, I didn't even see it that way. You know, but I'm very everyone who knows me knows how I feel about it. So mm-hmm. I've had conversations at work where literally the, the guy I was talking to was like, clearly we don't feel the same way about this. And I said, clearly we don't. And we just, then we just stopped talking about it. Like mm-hmm. you're not going to change my mind and I'm not going to change yours. So I guess we just, that's just the topic that we don't discuss. Mm-hmm. But um, I, there, there was a story that I wanted to tell you that I just thought of just now. 
there is a, a guy that I work with. Um, and he is Congolese. So okay. he is from the Congo. Okay. And his name is, is Cartel. Sorry if you don't want to be on blast, Cartel. I'm sure he won't listen to this. But and <laughs> he always calls him. me <laughs> it won't be hard. He always calls me his best friend. He says, That's my best friend right there. And we were talking one day and I said, Why do you say why do you call me your best friend? And he said, I don't know. I just like the way you treat me. And I'm like, mm. dude, I don't treat you any differently than I treat anybody. I just treat you like a person. And it's so just mind-blowing to me that that feels special to you that should not mm-hmm. feel special everybody should be treating you the way i'm treating you mm-hmm. like that broke my heart it mm-hmm. just broke my heart and he because he this dude speaks seven languages mm-hmm. and english is his seventh language wow yes and he does his job every day <laughs> in his seventh language and i said where'd you learn how to speak I said, where'd you learn how to speak English? He said, I taught myself. I'm like, so you are literally taught to speak English by someone who doesn't speak English. <laughs> wow. So yeah. like, I just, he's like, you always take the time to try to understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And like, why wouldn't anybody do that? And he said, most people just go, oh, never mind. Mm. Hold on. No, you're fine. I can still hear you. <laughs> Zach's, Zach's trying to call me. Like, what part of oh. I'm on Dave's podcast at five? Do you That's all right. You should, you should. We should. We should <laughs> dial him in. <laughs> and Zach is who to, for people who don't know you. <laughs> Zach, Zach is my husband. Um, we always thought he was the whitest white person ever until we got 23 and me done, and I'm actually whiter than he is. <laughs> that, uh, this this may sound like a weird question, but like. <laughs> Seriously, like, how often does race, like, come into, uh, a, like a ma- like a white person's marriage? Like, like, you when I was asking you, like, what's some things you want to talk about? You're like, uh, you know, like you have a Hobby Lobby project that I, I don't know if we're, we'll talk about. But like, you're like, it's the whitest thing ever. Um, I am the whitest white super. person ever. Like, like, how often do you, do like those conversations come up? Are you guys just like? sitting there and like let's let's eat potato salad right now like how like how does how does, how does this happen because because me and my wife um uh, i'm gonna be I'm honest sure you, you talk about it a lot um yes and no um for i would say a great chunk of our relationship probably no um i i would say shit got real when we had kids because now we are directly affecting you know, a, a, a person in a generation that will experience a lot of things that we can we can affect positively. So it wasn't it wasn't until like more recently, like the last few years, where we really started sort of having conversations amongst ourselves and having public conversations with other people. Um, and even then, she shocked me. Like she's pretty white too. That's important to share. But <laughs> but what shocked me is how um informed she was how like she she really was saying things the way that i needed her to say it and i was just uh uh proud of her like i was i was like hey you dope like it's one of those things as a black man where you feel like i am with the right white person and and i know that's kind of a weird thing to say but like i don't think so i get that though those are those are those are you know random conversations that 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 you can have on any given day and uh she she's pretty dope so yeah do you guys like you just sitting around and or or like i don't know like how how does that work? <laughs> no not really 
Um, we we wanted to get 23andMe done because honestly, I thought, wouldn't it be cool if there's just some little bit of me, some little part of me that's not just 100% white? I'm like, my dad always said we're Native American, but all white people say that they're part Native American. So, uh, and that came back zero. I'm like, somebody lied to you, dad. Um, and so I thought maybe I'd have like a small percentage of Asian or small percentage yeah. of anything. And it came back 100% European English, German, Irish, Scandinavian. I'm like, that's all white people. That's so boring. <laughs> so boring. <laughs> did you did you did you ever date outside of your race? Was that ever something that you My uh, first husband is American Indian. Really? Like you, he first is of all, very, I you were married before? Yeah, I got married very young. How old are you? Um I was I was 18 when we got married, 19 when I had my son. Okay. And um, he looks very American Indian. Okay. He's tall, skinny. Um, he is. He has a darker complexion. And then Zach's son from his first marriage mm-hmm. is um, Hispanic. Mexican. Okay. Yeah. So we're the two whitest white people with all these brown things. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. I said, <laughs> yeah. I said, do you think when we shop at Walmart, they're like, oh, look at that, that nice white couple that adopted all yes, those. Yes, absolutely. It's Brad and Angelina. Or, or, or yeah, Brad yeah and, we are. We're and, Brad and Jennifer Angelina. Aniston. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's hilarious to me. Um, so how long my you- kids, My kids oh. get tan real easy in the summer. Yeah. Um, but in the winter, I mean, and as they've gotten older and they're inside on devices more, they don't really get as tan. But in the summer, they used to get really mm. tan. But yeah, they don't uh, they don't look as American Indian as their dad does. Yeah, my 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 children are getting darker, kind of like uh, my oldest when we were in Arizona, because that's where he was born. He was getting darker every summer. And then, and then we moved here and I feel like he's getting lighter every summer. <laughs> um, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see as they get older. But um, how long were you How long were you married uh, in your first? Was it like we just got married early and we just like rushed into this? Or it was like, you know, well, you're not the person I want to spend the rest of my life with? Or is this, is this I, a topic where you're like, they, they don't be bringing this shit up? <laughs> oh, I don't care. Um, I wanted to be a young mom i always knew i wanted to be a young mom so okay, okay. can we can we definitely go back to that because i'm yeah. that's intriguing to me okay okay but definitely um, want to be a young mom so we were together and we weren't trying to not get pregnant so we weren't like actively trying or planning mm-hmm. on it but we we were purposely not doing anything to prevent mm-hmm. it so then when i got pregnant with my son this was literally his proposal was well you're pregnant i guess we should get married now romantic (laughs) yeah right we got married in our house we didn't even go to a church we were in our house i had to tell him to put shoes on because he's like you don't wear shoes in the house i'm like dude you're not getting married in your socks (laughs) um so we had ryan and then we had dylan Mm -hmm. and then we adopted how was dylan's name my daughter um, it's spelled D Y L A N, but it's pronounced Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. I, I know. I know that came up, but I didn't know if it was spelled like Dylan D I L L O N. The other comic or if it was like my name. Okay, you go on. Um, and then uh, uh, he cheated. Oh, 
He, well, he cheated on me once and I said, and I forgave him mm-hmm. and I said, we can work through this. And I said, but if you ever do it to me again, I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know, fool me once, shame on me. Mm-hmm. Fool me twice, shame. Or the other way around. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and he did it again. Okay. And it, I, I, it was literally just a conversation. I was like, uh, dude, I told you I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. I get that. You know what? Uh, I'm very proud of you in, in everything that you just said. Like, I think, I think, mar- for, so here's where I'm at in life. I think marriage is one of the hardest things that I've, I've committed to. Um, and also one of the most rewarding things, but I do feel like it, it, it requires you to dig deep into new places of forgiveness and, and moving on that, that you never would. And so I'm proud that you like threw yourself into something, you know, it didn't go the way you wanted, still giving it that, that additional or second chance and then realizing, you know what? No, I'm good because I know a lot of women that, you know, after this first and the second and the third and the 10th time, they're like, I think I'm done. And like, they don't be. And I feel like that, that only hurts you. And if there's children involved, uh, I think that trickles down. So uh, congratulations. Oh, thank uh, you. And then he got married a second time and she cheated on him. So, <laughs> oh, so, so you're just like team petty. That's what you get, bitch. <laughs> that, that is too petty. Yeah. And he called me. He called me and he was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize I hurt you this bad. And I'm like, yeah, well, sorry about it. Yeah, well, <laughs> I would have been like, I'm not click. <laughs> <Change my number." laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's funny. So, uh, so what is this, this, I don't know. I don't know if it's an urge. Like, what is this thing about wanting to be a young mom because a young mom or a young parent because as a I didn't have my first child until I was 27 and I'm one of those people that's like I don't I can imagine having a child under the age of 25 now that I'm 36 with a fucking nine month or 10 month old um I feel like I should have started fucking super early and had a baby (laughs) because I would love to be like 31 with like an 18 year old or some shit like this like where did that come from is did your parents have young children or what was it my parents my parents had me young yeah um i think my mom was my mom was 20 so both my parents were 20 when i was born and so i grew up with a young mom that you know we went and did stuff together and she remembered i think this was what it was for me i want to be young enough that i remembered being young Mm -hmm. so i can relate with my kids a little bit more like i it's not so long ago that i don't even remember what it was like to be 16 like I remember what it was like and I can still kind of relate but there's definitely good and bad parts of being a young parent um I did I we didn't have money for a long time because I didn't build my career and then have kids I did it backwards Mm -hmm. so like we're just starting to feel like we're comfortable money-wise now and our kids are almost gone Mm. um but then we will have all this time after where our kids are grown that we can, we'll still be young enough that we can enjoy that mm-hmm. kid-free time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was rough when they were little, especially as a single mom. Gotcha. Which one's your favorite child? Depends on the day. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever ask you that in, in, in at a show? No. Okay. No, I don't think so. It well, depends not... on the day. It changes every day. <laughs> oh, you have, a, you have a kitty cat behind you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Photo Charlie. Bobbing. Charlie, <laughs> yeah. how many cats are in the house right now? One. one. Okay. That you know one of? cat. One cat, two dogs. Okay. <laughs> yes. You. 
<laughs> I love it. This is so white. This is so great. <laughs> All right. Um, so, so I, I want to talk about, um, <laughs> well, let, let's go a little bit back. Um, you said you're a supporter of me. And that's, that's kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to chit chat with you. Um, if you haven't listened to the, the podcast, which again, I've, I've said this a lot. I, I do a lot of it just for me. It's, it's really a great, uh, platform for the things that i want to do and, and the things that i want to talk about but my favorite thing is fucking talking to people that i fucking like like <laughs> i do i do podcasts and a lot of times you know it's all like what what do you got going on or you know it's like a, it's almost like a comedy show like what's your credits what are you promoting and those are great things but sometimes like with having my son on here or my wife or my mom my best friends i just want to fucking like chit chat and i also get to learn um uh, you know about you more and uh one of the things i wanted to to talk about was comedy from your eyes like uh you know who do you like uh what have what what has what what is it about me that has made you a supporter um and what do you think of like i guess you can call it a comedy scene but just uh what what you've seen in the last couple of years in this you know north iowa area so let's start with uh you know, comedy that, that you enjoy and comedians that you enjoy? Oh, comedians that I enjoy. Um, I haven't really seen like any stand-up stuff in a long time. Um, Was Dane Cook your last? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) I love Mitch Hedberg. Okay. I love him. I love that his jokes are like, you don't always get it right away. Sometimes it takes (laughs) you a second. And he's such a stoner that you shouldn't have to think about it, but... Um, I quote Mitch Hedberg all the time. And my husband says he can tell that I'm quoting Mitch Hedberg by the way I say something when I say it. <laughs> they were like, that was Mitch Hedberg, wasn't it? I'm like, yeah, that was Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> love it. Love it. Um, I love, oh, I did I did see um, Ali Wong recently. She's mm-hmm. hilarious. Mm-hmm. Was she pregnant? Um, yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. That stand-up was hilarious. Um, I've kind of been not been on the ball with watching stand-up uh, we kind of go through we go through phases where we'll be really into it for a while and then not so much yeah um yeah and i just don't have time i work a lot yeah i bet you do yeah no uh believe it or not i don't watch as much stand-up as people assume i do so uh i get it um, i do listen to podcasts i listen to um smartless that's mm-hmm. jason bateman um jason sean bateman. hayes sean hayes and will arnett and they're all funny yeah, I love Will on that. Okay, what, yeah. what's the name of it? Smartless. Okay, I'm gonna write it down. I wrote with my left hand, so I have to make sure I understand what I'm writing. <laughs> okay, that's dope. Uh, and yeah, any anything else that you listen to? Podcast wise, I'm yeah. a podcast junkie. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Do you have like um, a, a particular genre? Um, I listen to a lot of nerdy stuff. So okay. I like. There's a podcast called The Weirdest Thing I Learned This Week. Okay. Um, <laughs> And then there's a podcast called Ologies, and she talks about different ologies every week, like paleontology or whatever. Like, she just picks one and talks about that one. Um, <laughs> and sometimes they're weird. Like, yeah. there was one that was about butts. <laughs> um, what else? Stuff You Should Know. Oh, okay. They just, and that's just, again, random topics. And they've mm. been podcasting for, like, I don't know, 15 years. They have a, been doing it for a long time, and they just talk about, like, mm-hmm. I just listened to one about the Girl Scouts. Oh, okay. they just talked about Girl Scouts for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, if if you had 
uh, we'll get back to the other questions. But like, if you had a podcast, what would your podcast be about? Oh, I don't know. I told you, I don't feel like I'm a very interesting person. So, but but that's 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 like crazy to me. Um, and I'll tell you why. Um, I I don't catch Hario. Um, I, I think I've mentioned that on this podcast before. But Hario is a local uh, radio personality. He has us on, um, or he does something basically weekly where he brings on. Uh, people and they chit chat and it's it's kind of like what we're doing here but it's video as well and you are just fantastic on that like you you have a very natural and i don't know if you just you i don't know if it comes from listening to a bunch of podcasts or just your natural personality because i remember uh meeting you and just fucking talking to you like i knew you and that was the first time we kind of met so i think that's pretty cool so i feel like you have the ability to not only carry these fun conversations, but drop like interesting things. And I guess being the whitest white person, you know, like I feel like <laughs> that would be I would listen to that. Like I would I would check it out. So I disagree. I feel you. like I feel like being me saying I'm the whitest white person keeps coming up like I'm proud of it, but I'm really <laughs> not. I'm really not. I think it's so boring. It's so boring. I wish I had something like interesting about me to like uh grasp onto you but it's like i mean when i was a little when i was a kid when i was little little i used to always ask my mom for a black baby doll i wanted a black <laughs> baby doll so bad because because nobody else had one right ever like i just wanted a black baby doll i never did get one i don't know if it's because my mom's racist or because she just couldn't find one in north iowa <laughs> yeah they didn't start making them to 2020 <laughs> oh <laughs> Um, okay, so when you say boring, like, so what is interest? Like, okay, well, let me ask you this. this: This is a good question. Like, who is the most interesting person in your life that that you have a a great relationship with? And, and obviously, then why is that person like, you know, you you kill um, me? The most interesting. Well, I don't know. My my buddy Cartel's pretty interesting. Speaks okay. seven languages. Moved here. <laughs> moved here from the Congo. His mm-hmm. wife's Filipino. Yeah. Like they like. I keep telling them they need to have babies because that'd be the cutest little babies ever. What what um, like what makes it like so? What makes you born? Which I I, I guess I just I'm, don't understand that. I don't know. I'm like I'm fifty I shades of vanilla. Fascinating. You want to know what I did today? I went to the bank and signed papers so we could get new windows on our house. That's so boring. <laughs> I want to get new windows on my goddamn house. Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't have a house. Like that, <laughs> that's fucking. That's dope. That's grown up shit, though. I know. I have so much. Maybe that's why I'm boring because my life is all about grown up shit. Yeah. You don't, you you want to be a big kid? Like if like is there something I, you you're not doing? That, oh, this is is there something you're not doing that you would like to do? Whether it's like a hobby or a passion. I wish I love creating things, making things. If I had <laughs> like, okay, like babies. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we can get into that conversation too. If I had all the money in the world and money was no object and I could okay. do whatever I could, whatever I wanted to with my time. Yes. I would open a boudoir photography studio. Okay. So, so you cannot say I'm boring and this is what you would do. Like, that's not, that's like, I would sell crayons in two shades. Like that, that's a boring, <laughs> that's a boring answer for a boring. Okay. That's oh, that's. Have you ever taken? I would taken, love to do. Have you ever that. taken those pictures? Uh, um, I've taken a couple risque pictures of Amy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. After some, after some adult beverages, See, but I, nothing, I mean, nothing like serious. 
I need I need to be a, jur- a, a journalist. I feel like I'm digging deep <laughs> and now I'm getting to the truth. And it's only taking like 20 I'm minutes. I'm just putting all my business out there. <laughs> yeah, I love this. This is, um, I'm, 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 I'm reeled in. Like, uh, okay, so. I'm just very um, body positive And um, so I follow a lot of like boudoir photography things on Instagram and stuff and, and TikTok. Uh, when I'm doing TikTok, I kind of, I have to take breaks from TikTok often, but because <laughs> it sucks, it sucks me in. And then I'm in, I like lose three days of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's not just like these skinny, cute women that they're taking pictures of. A lot of times it's these, these girls with, you know, big old boobies and big old butts. And like, I love that they took an hour and made that person feel amazing about themselves. Mm-hmm. And I would love to be able to do that for somebody and give that to somebody and, and say, you know what? You might not think you're perfect, but look at how smexy you are, mm-hmm. you know? I love that. I, I would love to be able to give that to somebody. Yeah. I, I would have to take classes in photography and, and how to run a business and all of that because I have no idea how to do it, but <laughs> I just think it would be a fun job. I think that's amazing. I would uh I think that's I think that's great. Um now I'm just thinking about it. Like that's uh, that's fantastic. Um <laughs> Okay, so we'll go back to the the, the comedy. You uh Sad supporter of mine. What what was it about um, coming to a show or or meeting me that that has you know I guess made you a supporter of comedy, uh, regardless if it's mine or 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 not. But what what's real you with? Well, I, the first show I went to, I think I just went with um, Amy. Mm-hmm. Amy just is like, okay. That first husband <laughs> is <laughs> is Amy's brother. <laughs> So she was my sister-in-law, and now she's my best friend. No, I got I just, rid of him. I kept her. I know. I just love that story, and it <laughs> makes so much more sense now. Because you can't just meet Amy and, and like not continue that that friendship. So that makes sense. Well, it, a lot of people are like hot or hot or cold on Amy, but I've always she, she's blunt, and I like that about people. Um, and she's straightforward, and she just doesn't fuck around, and I like that about her. I love that about her. I. I I, I have to agree. <laughs> I have to agree. I think she's. I, I, this is stupid, but like, <laughs> I have I have mental categories that I put people in. And what am uh, I in? Which one am I in? You're you're in the Amy category. Like, just oh, okay. you, you meet people and you you don't want to n- not know them or associate with them. They're people that when you see them in Target, you get excited. You know what I'm saying? And you want to, you know, spread you know spike up or, or spike. Up. What is it? Spike up? Spark up? Wow. Well, you want to spark up a conversation with them and um she's she's yeah, she was she was random too. Like she I guess she, she I'm trying to see who she came with. Benson uh, maybe. Maybe. I, I wonder if Angie uh Fran Angela. I wonder if she brought in Benson and then Benson brought in Amy. But anyway. that tracks. So 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 Amy uh, brought you to a show. Yep. And I, it was amazing. Like, I didn't even know that anything like that existed around here. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, my husband and I are goofy people and we love to laugh. So, <laughs> I mean, any excuse to laugh. And and then I saw, I, I started bringing him and he has a great time also. Mm-hmm. And I love that you're, you're bringing these people from not from around here mm-hmm. that we get to kind of experience 
and, and then also I couldn't believe how many local people we have that like didn't there's like people from small towns around here that I didn't even know were mm -hmm. pursuing comedy and um yeah I just didn't even realize it was a thing um mm. but yeah we've we always have a great time we always have a great time thank you Amanda. so and I think that I as a person I'm very attracted to and not sexually. Mm, well, um, well, I didn't hear sorry. that part. No, no. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and add that. Not part necessarily out. <laughs> sexually. <laughs> um, to people who are good at what they do and are passionate about what they do, and it doesn't even really matter what you're doing. If you're doing, if you um, are in a band and you're good at it and you're passionate about it, like I want to go see you. I want to support you. If you're um, if you own a business and you're great at what you do and you're passionate about it, I'm, I want to support that business. And so I think that I just, I saw that in you, you're good at what you do and you're so passionate about it. Like, I just want to be on that team. Thank you. Um, although I don't like the, I don't like the name day leavers. I know. I know. Like you're, you're not a, what, what name would you have come up with? The Peace did Corps. You, did you, the Peace Corps? Yeah. yeah I feel like that is, directly stepping on the toes of the peace corps <laughs> like yeah i'm i i probably prefer that name over it but i don't want to be like posting that everywhere and people in the peace corps and not in the peace corps be like you can't you know like that feel like that that'll be like starting I have stuff a, i have a t-shirt idea okay you know the you know <laughs> the <laughs> go in i'm sorry yes give it to me <laughs> I feel, like, I feel like I feel like we I'm started random. a podcast and now we're having like a meeting, like we're having like a <laughs> a brand meeting. Yes, marketing meeting. Yes, um, like the iHeart New York iHeart mm -hmm. NY. It should mm -hmm. just we just need one that just says iHeart DP because it's a double entendre. Like deep, like yeah, like double, like double yeah. penetration. <laughs> <laughs> Like uh, you, you, you folks listening, well, he, you won't see this, but she was using her fingers to uh, insinuate <laughs> <laughs> double penetration. Okay, well, first of all, <laughs> that's done. I'm, I'm. It's done. Write that down. Right underneath smart so list. Hard. Are you writing with your right hand this time? I am. See? Okay. <laughs> your attention to detail is phenomenal. Okay. <laughs> I heart. So I with a heart and then DP, capital D. Like a, period. Yep. Yep. Like a play on the I Oh, wait, wait, no. Yeah. York. Should it be DP or should it be D period P period? Nope. There's no periods in the New York one. Okay. It's just NY. This is fantastic. And then you can put day, day piece comedy, comedy underneath it. Yeah. Yeah. Small font. Yeah. So I'd rock that screen. shirt. Okay, it's 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 happening. It's done. Like I'm gonna get, as soon as we wrap up, I'm I'm going to uh, I'm now, going online. Now uh, I got to spend more money on another T-shirt. You get one free. I, you, I think I think I have every single T-shirt you've ever made. Oh my goodness! You uh, first of all, you are not alone, and and I think this is super important to say. Um, just going back to not only your. Um, you know, compliment and, and just, again, your perspective of, of those shows, none of this grows without people like you. And honestly, there's not a lot of people like you, um, you in my, you know, life and story are one of those above and beyonders. Like it, it's, it, it's great. Like I, I'm at a level where I definitely appreciate any and all support. So I've had people, you know, come to one or two shows, 
you know, I've been I've been back in Iowa for almost five years, and I just had a uh, I had a friend come to a show that hadn't come to anything uh, last month. So I appreciate the little, but the big is so overwhelming. Um, I'm not a crier because I'm dead inside, <laughs> but it. It does catch me at times being extremely emotional with the love and support because I'm not, I don't want to say used to it, but it's something about meeting strangers and developing a stronger bond with them than, than I can even imagine. So uh, thank you. I don't know why I, I thought I had somewhere I was going with that. Maybe I'm just saying nice things about you. <laughs> Maybe it's the sexual attraction. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> which, uh, yeah, I have no idea where I was going with it. So I guess maybe thank you. Um, you. So this is interesting to me. Uh, and I don't know where you are on, on your weight loss journey. Because we talked about body positivity. And COVID was not my friend. Like COVID, me either. COVID like... Yeah. Um, but at the beginning of last year, you like won an award. Like you did like a, a 12, was it 12 yep. week training thing? And it was, a, uh, yeah, a challenge at yeah. the boxing gym. Yep. And, and so, like, that's dope. And then the pandemic happens. And does that like spiral everything out of control or did you work yes. through it? I did not do well. Yeah. During, during the pandemic either. Um, I was probably pretty close to where I am now at the beginning of the pandemic and I gained 40 pounds Wow! and I was, I did not do the quarantine stay at home thing. I had to work every single day. In fact, I was working more during the pandemic, Wow! Um, but I was so stressed out and my anxiety was so high and the gym, especially the boxing gym is where I got rid of a lot of stress. So I had no, I had no way to get rid of my stress until I was eating Mm -hmm. and I just, I, yeah, I ballooned right up Mm -hmm. and I gained 40 pounds. And so, uh, Zach and I both started kind of trying to watch what we eat a little bit and we've both started losing weight. Um, I watch my calories. Uh, he, he just cut carbs and he's been doing really great with that, but I am very meticulous about tracking everything that I eat Oh. Um, and I have a range of calories that I stay in. Mm. Um, I, w- I did start going back to the gym a little bit, but hours changed at work and we're working a lot of hours and I haven't been to the gym mm-hmm. in probably a month. I want to get back, but it's, there's just no time. But um, I, I do want to get back there eventually. Well, uh, first of all, congratulations for the commitment. I think uh, it's... So, so here's where I'm at. I, I was one of those like working out or for hamsters. Like, like I go through these, <laughs> these, these thought processes of like, I don't know if it's like, I don't want to do it or I, I think I don't need it. That's probably what it is. And I haven't been to the gym since before COVID, but I, I love to get out and walk and jog. That's like my, one of my favorite things to do. And, um, that's been a huge instrument and uh me kind of losing a little bit of of weight but just also feeling a little bit more healthier and um you know taking pictures with my shirt off shit like that (laughs) so um it i as a dad you know you you have like the dad bod i was 
a little insecure about it. Um, so, so this is weird, but I guess we're here. So my, my nipples, I don't know, you can't see it. <laughs> my, my nipples have always been one of my most insecure body parts because, uh, I was gonna say statistically, that's not at all what I mean, because, uh, they, they're, they're larger. Like I have large areolas, I guess. So, uh, obviously like when I'm, I'm freezing, they're fine. They look like, you know, like a, a model or something, but when they're just chilling, they're just like. You know, an omelet. So, so um, when I started to, I guess, become a dad and dad bod and gain weight, like you know, they my little training bra went to like an A cup. So, like I had these little daddy boobs. So, so um, that was like the number one thing where I'm like, uh oh, I'm not, I'm not as sexy as I used to be, and um, I need to like work on me. So. A lot of times my whole weight loss working out shit was was for other people. Like, <laughs> you know, like I'm performing, I want to have a, a certain image and look. And but now I'm like, I'm okay with a little lump. <laughs> I mean, not like not like that kind of lump, but I'm okay with like a little bit of an uh, imperfect shape, just as long as I'm feeling a little like healthy and good. And uh, I've had shows where I've walked a couple of steps and I'm already sweating profusely. And I know <laughs> at those moments where I can just do better. And I, I don't know if you notice, I wear, I wear tighter pants than most. <laughs> so when you do that, like that's already heat on your thighs. And so, um, I feel like it's, it's just important to get to a place, whatever that number is, where you just are more comfortable with yourself and uh, you're doing all of these things for yourself. So I just want to bring that yep. up. I think that's a, yep. I, I have a, a, a weight in mind, but not because I'm obsessed with that number on the scale, but just because I remember that feeling how I felt that that weight was, was great. Like, I just want to get back to that mm-hmm. weight because I know I feel really good at that weight. Mm-hmm. I'm also, I also have a specific weight in mind right now because I have to get my BMI down to a certain level because I am trying to become a surrogate. Yes. That, that, that is insanely fascinating. Can you share who it's for or what made you? It would be, it would be through an agency. So it would be for strangers. Wow. So you fill out, you fill out an application and, and then they look at your information and you look at their information and they match people who are compatible and what they want out of their, um, surrogacy journey so um so let, yeah let's dig deep into this uh so my my introduction i guess to surrogacy was was uh my favorite show friends i i love uh the show and the character phoebe she she does it for her um her her brother she ends up having triplets um was that like a something you saw or you were just sitting there or one day and said, Hey, I want to do this insanely selfless, generous thing for, uh, people who, who don't have the ability. The huge catalyst. I've always thought it was really cool, but I had no idea how to even start it. But the, the biggest catalyst was my youngest son, um, who is not American Indian. He's also the whitest white kid ever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> his stepmom is pregnant right now as a surrogate. And so we had a birthday party for him and we were talking about it. And I'm like, she is pregnant right now with a same sex couple from France. Their baby. And I was like, that is just the coolest thing ever. And she said, let me send you the link. And I started filling out the application and my weight was too high. 
Oh, and okay. I was already working on bringing it down. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I'll just keep, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing and, and hopefully get there. Um, but I have about 20 pounds left to lose before I am eligible to be a surrogate. Oh, I can't wait till you get there. Cause you definitely <laughs> I, will. I was a little scared to put it out there because what if it doesn't happen, but I know you're really big on speaking things into existence. So mm-hmm. maybe by putting it out there, that'll make it happen faster. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think the two biggest speak into existence that happened for me here was doing the show with Marlon Wayne's because that was, that was really important. You know, I was kind of talking about mental health. Like that was really important for, where I feel like I was in comedy and to not be a part of that opportunity, I thought would have been devastating for, for, for myself. And then the comedy album, which was so hard, but it honestly couldn't have gone perfect, like more perfect. It was, it was a, an incredible uh, night in an event and you were there, which is uh, there. pretty fantastic as well. So, um, but, 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 but keeping on with the surrogacy, cause that's, that's crazy. Like, I think that's, that's amazing. Like I would charge. Like, do you get to do? You, do you make money? Like, do they give you like food? In like, you know, so like yes, there you do get paid um, pretty well. Oh um, yes. Personally, for me, that is a little weird because um, I, I wouldn't. I don't really not really doing it for the money. I'm just mm-hmm. doing it because I would just love to be able to do that for somebody. Um, but yeah, it's it's generally around forty thousand dollars. That's an, it, and it, it, is that through the agency or the couple? Like, do they like we don't through give the agency? Tip. Okay, I don't know. If they can, like, through the agency, and then I mean, they cover like um, gas to and from doctor's appointments, and they'll cover maternity clothes. And yes. um, you have to. There's a lot of uh, you have to give yourself a lot of shots to start with because um, your body's not getting pregnant on its own. It's right. not getting pregnant naturally, so you d- definitely need um, help. So there's a lot of shots and injections you have to do prior. Um, so all that's covered. Um, well, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, congratulations. I'm going to speak it in, into existence. Well, don't congratulate me yet. I'm not there. Well, <laughs> regardless, I think, I think the step of I'm, I'm, I want to do this and I'm going to work toward it is it, it kind of goes back to, you know, celebrating small victories. I think sometimes when we look at the long road ahead, we got to understand that first step means a lot, you know, just getting started. So, uh, yeah, I will congratulate you on just starting uh, that journey. So that's amazing. It it to piggyback off of that with you know you say you have a lot of kids. Um, it is does that play a part of you know having babies and that feeling and, and wanting people to share that or you're like I'm done having babies for myself, so let me have babies for other people. So I always say that I feel like I was robbed of a life experience because I've only had C-sections. I've never actually birthed a baby. And so when I started thinking about this whole surrogacy thing, I'm like, I thought, man, I bitch about not being robbed of a life experience that I didn't actually push. Mm -hmm. But these people are being robbed of a life experience of being parents, period. Yes. Like that really put into perspective for me, like my life experience was, isn't that big of a deal. And mm. I can do that for them. Mm-hmm. So that really made me feel like, I don't know, like my, my body's able to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want any more kids myself. That's part of being a surrogate. You have to be done with your own family. And, um, I'm still young enough to, to do it for someone else. And I had easy pregnancies. I've never had any complications or anything. And I was a pretty happy pregnant person. I was not, 
I didn't hurt. I was, I never threw up. I wasn't sick. Like it was relatively easy for me. That being said that the last time I was pregnant was 10 years ago. So it might be different this time around, but um, I, I yeah. mean, it's just, it's the longest babysitting job ever. <laughs> I'm just babysitting for nine months and then, <laughs> and then giving them like the best gift ever. Yeah, I can't even imagine wanting to be a parent and just not even that having that be a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, th- this is a weird question, but uh, since you're here and you kind of mentioned it, is is that a thing? Like, like I don't know, vagina shaming, <laughs> like, like, is, <laughs> like because uh, whether you you've given birth uh, vaginal, va- vaginally, but va- vaginally, vaginally. Vaginally, what's happened to my words today? Uh, <laughs> like, is is that a thing? Um, in in twofold, is that a thing amongst women where, like, you know, like the blood and the crypts, like C section, bitch, <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> where, where where there is kind of like you're in these categories that are placed because you you didn't do this or you did do that, and um, is is that a common feeling amongst? Uh, you know, women that have had C-sections that you know that they feel like, man, I wish I could have squeezed this out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know if it's a common feeling, but but I have always felt that way personally. So I can't imagine I'm the only one who's ever felt that way. But, um, and I think there is a little bit of, a little bit of mom shaming mm. that C-se- C-section moms are ha- kind of cheated. Mm. Um, but it wasn't a choice for me. It, right. I mean, it was a choice that was made for me. So it's just, I just deal with it. But that's God's plan. Jesus. Do you believe in any of that? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, I don't, I don't know what I believe in, but uh, um, I, hear you. <laughs> I do think things happen for a reason. Yes. Yes. So for what it's worth. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe that's I, the key to the easy pregnant uh, delivery. Like maybe that's part of uh, why they've, they've gone so smooth for you. It's because they were C-sections. Yeah. Maybe the that. first one, the first one was rough mm-hmm. um, because I did try to, right. you know, have a normal uh, birth. But uh, after your water breaks, you have 24 hours mm-hmm. to, to have the baby. And I passed the 24 hours. And so then they're like, we got to do a C-section. Oh, that's rough. And then in, in Mason City anyway, it, um, they don't do a vaginal birth after cesarean because it right. can be, I thought that it was can be risky. I thought that was a... A, a thing across the board. I like, think there are some hospitals that will do it, but it is risky. Uh, and Mason City won't do it. So then, after then, after that, every C section for I had a C section for everybody. But um, the secondary, the second and third C section were a lot easier because my body wasn't trying to actually give birth. It was just mm, more of a surgery. Gotcha. So the recovery time was a lot quicker. What's uh, what's your favorite part about being a mom? Oh, I have teenagers, <laughs> so I don't have a lot of favorite things right now. Um, <laughs> they're all assholes right now. I can't. Well, I can't wait to mine's grow up. <laughs> this is stupid. I think I shared this on the podcast, but it dawned on me very recently, and we're talking like three months maybe ago, that that these kids will grow up for a very long time. I I just was like this will be how things are forever like the stage that they're in and uh the oldest one keeps getting older and pissing me off the most 
And it just dawned on me that they will be teenagers. They will be, you know, God willing or whatever. Like they, they will grow up and be adults and make decisions. And uh, I think I kind of got a little terrified by, by the idea. Yeah. My, my oldest is, uh, he's six foot tall. And like, <laughs> I, I'll say sometimes I'll be like, you used to fit in my stomach. Like, that's just amazing to me. Yeah. And I used to carry you around. And how, how tall are you? My belly. So I'm five know. five. <laughs> his dad's tall though. His dad's like six two, six three. So okay. he got it from his dad. But um, yeah, and he's sixteen. So we're we're doing a lot of like adulting practice and learning to cook and mm. worrying about that kind of stuff because it's my job as your mom to not do things for you, but to make sure mm. you can do these things for yourself. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it's starting to get really real that they're gonna be adults and leave soon which i'm a little excited for but also a little (laughs) terrified i love them so much and i want to love them from afar (laughs) i understand i want to not live with you anymore (laughs) (laughs) i definitely understand that uh okay well uh what do you have for me like uh do you have a uh question for me or do you have anything else that you would like to share because if I can be honest with you, not only did this go incredibly well, this has been this has been one of my favorite. Uh, <laughs> uh, again, if, if you've been listening, I, I I'm not crazy big on having guests all the time, but I've been in this I guess routine um, of having somebody on every Monday, and so I've just sort of kept it going. Um, I like it when you have guests. I know. I I, I actually. Again, talking about like uh, the day leavers and stuff like that. Like I, I'm listening more, and I feel like it's I'm delivering a better product because of of, of the people that I've had on here. So, thank you for being a part of that. Um, yes. Do you have a question? Um, is there anything else you would like to go over? And um, are you just still stuck on the Peace Corp, or there's any other name that that would satisfy you at this? No, stage? I just don't like day leavers. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, I'd be open to just about any other option. That was my <laughs> least favorite option. And it got the most votes, which is hilarious to me. There's been times where I've had. I shirts. don't know why I don't like it. It just, I just don't like it. I just, it doesn't I'll roll still, off the tongue. No, it doesn't. I still <laughs> am one, but I yeah. don't, it's not my favorite. Okay. Um, I do think that it's awesome how you said something about uh, mental health, and we've kind of touched on that here and there. Um, I think it's awesome that you're very open about you and Monica being in counseling. I think oh, that's yeah. awesome that you put that out there and you're not scared to talk about it. Like I just go you. Thank that's you. not anything to be ashamed of. And I feel like people are ashamed of it and they shouldn't be. Do you think it's a, hmm, I don't know how to like, like the new thing is, is no capping where you, you it's like, you know, facade and, 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 kind of pretending to be in a certain relationship or a certain marriage that doesn't really exist. I feel like I experience it the most out here. And I feel like it's typically in places where there's these traditions of this is, this is how things are. This is what you're supposed to do. And so, you know, when there's trouble in a marriage or whatever, you know, you just, you know, tighten up your bootstraps and you just, I don't know, fuck through it. I don't know Power what it through is. it. Yeah. So like, 
it was here here's the thing i don't know if we were on our last straw i know things had gotten bad to the point where i didn't have the answers i feel like she didn't have the answers and we needed to try something different um and i strongly encourage anybody to do anything that that really helps you know like like when you run out of answers i feel like your mental state and stability is so important and fragile and i think it's one of the things that gets the least amount of attention as we get older we you know we sort of just power through a bunch of stuff so uh thank you my whole life not my whole life that's stupid my 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 whole comedy life transparency has been so important um because it took me a while to start talking about things uh you know the first few years day day doing jokes was just saying funny shit it took me a while to talk about my brother being in jail and you know uh my relationship with my dad and you know marriage and, and kids and shit like that so um i feel like sometimes you free yourself from those things um that people are you know afraid to talk about was that and, and and i will say this when i made that post the like before we actually went to go see counseling um i you know i was like hey has anybody done it or something like that i had easily 20 to 30 people that had inboxed me there were some people that actually responded publicly but there were so many people that had inboxed me like yeah we did this this worked this didn't work and uh i, I wish if more people were kind of like let's talk about it uh, I think it would would help more people. The the debates have sometimes very little to do with me and just starting a conversation or a dialogue. So, um, have you ever done counseling, or uh, is there anything that you do that helps with your mental health um, that you would recommend? Uh, punching things at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best. That's the best thing for my mental health. Is- <laughs> And lifting heavy things. <laughs> but uh, I went to the counseling with my first husband. Obviously, it didn't work. But um, I think that's because he wasn't being truthful when we went. But we did try. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there will be days when the kids are driving me insane and Zach's driving me insane. And I'm like, I just need to go punch something. I'm going to go to the gym. <laughs> it feels good. It feels real good. Thank you very much for uh, doing this. Yeah, I, you're you're welcome. You got a lot out of me that I wasn't like expecting to share with the world. It's important but. that I do this. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, I feel like I should be a journalist. I, I'm. Uh, you should be a podcaster. I should. Oh, boom! This, <laughs> I should start doing this. You should so. have a podcast. I, I should and keep going for like fifty plus episodes. No, this is, first of all, I think it's important to share. This is the first time we've had this long of a conversation and, and just one-on-one. Yeah. And I absolutely adored it. And I, I love if you come back, what I, what would I, what would I have to do to get you to come back? Cause it took, it took a while to get you here. <laughs> well, do I have to wait um, another 50 episodes? Flowers. <laughs> Choc- do you like chocolate? <laughs> is that a is that a loaded question, sir? <laughs> no, like like I was gonna ask, like, what's your favorite? That <laughs> literally went, that went over my head. I was... <laughs> All right, you win. <laughs> All right, Chris. Uh, yeah, anything else you want to share? You might have this? to edit some of this out. How long have we been talking? No, this is all going in. I will. The only part I'm going to edit out <laughs> is your sexual attraction. Like that's. What, <laughs> and uh, what else? What else will I? Uh, no, I think everything is good to keep in. 